sometimes getting people to pay attention to what's going on at the state house it's difficult it, it is I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie uh, you know I'm, I'm 38 and I still find people my age that are just not interested they're disengaged uh, and that's why sometimes talking about maps, and the legislative boundaries that are drawn, um, people people's eyes kind of gloss over, and they just want to see what's what's next on uh, the sports channel. But this is stuff that's extremely important in getting proper representation uh, when it comes to who is dictating what resources go where and what legislation passes and so on. Uh, and Friday we had uh, the governor sign new legislative maps. But there's been a lot of opposition to these maps, uh, not just from Republicans who are in the super minority feeling that they've been left out and also criticizing the data that's been used. But there was a broad array of nonprofit good government groups and groups that represent uh, ethnic and religious minorities raising issue about these maps. One of the groups that raised issue about these maps is Change Illinois, and uh, the executive director of that organization, Madeline Dubeck, joins us here live on the WMAY Morning News Feed to give reaction. Madeline, thanks for taking time with us this morning. Uh, wasn't news I expected to pop on a Friday afternoon, but the governor sent that press release out, and we've got it now. It's the law of the land. What's your reaction? Yeah, I was not anticipating that it would happen quite that quickly either. Uh, it is extremely disappointing and disheartening uh, because, you know, everyone should remember that when he was a candidate for governor, J.B. Pritzker promised voters over and over again that he was in favor of independent redistricting, that backroom map-making deals were done, uh, that he would veto partisan maps, and these maps were drawn by the Democratic supermajority, and uh, he very quickly signed them into law, breaking all of his promises, and, uh, you know, essentially going back on everything that he had said previously. What is most alarming to us is that these maps were drawn without the benefit of the complete census data. They were drawn using... Uh, American Community Survey data from the Census Bureau, which is outdated, and we know it's flawed because uh, there are 42,000 people nearly from Illinois missing in those numbers because the, that survey data had undercounted Illinois based on the overall population figure the census has released. So we don't have the most accurate data. Uh, Republicans say they didn't provide any input because we don't have that data. And the maps ultimately were drawn and uh, passed uh, by the Democratic supermajority and signed by the governor on Friday. Uh, one of the big questions that's flying all over the place, uh, Madeline Dubeck with Change Illinois joining us here on the WMAY morning news feed, is litigation possible? Yeah, I mean, I think that uh, Democrats are expecting it. Um, I would be surprised if there were not some in some form or fashion by somebody, whether it's uh, Republicans or a constituency group or um, community group that feels that they uh, didn't get fair representation from these maps. Um, but it takes uh, some time to work through the process of figuring it out. It's been especially challenging, I think, this time through because 
the Democrats have been so um, non-transparent and unwilling to share uh, how exactly they created these maps and what data was used beyond this, um, the numbers that I just referred to. They have acknowledged that they used some partisan data and some of the legislation that was passed makes reference to wanting to make districts um, more partisan in favor of one party or the other. Um, so, you know, take some time to work through all of that and and determine exactly on what grounds you want to file suit, et cetera. Madeline Dubeck with Change Illinois here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. So the three maps they ultimately passed, one was for State House and Senate. Another was for the Supreme Court maps that the governor signed on Friday as well. And that's the first time the maps have been redrawn for the Supreme Court districts, I think, what, since like 1963. Uh, and even the sponsor in the House indicated that uh, they didn't get any public input for the, the redrawn Supreme Court maps. But they also did something with a, a Cook County Assessor's District of some kind. Not really uh, that terribly important board for people review. here in Springfield. Mm-hmm. The Board of Review. Thank you. Uh, but uh, we still don't have the congressional districts. We know Illinois is going to lose one congressman, according to the census data that was released, but uh, what are we waiting for there? Why don't we have, uh, why didn't Democrats just go ahead and draw the uh, uh, congressional districts as well? So that's a great question. And, um, you know, why is it that they are going ahead and waiting for the full census data to draw congressional districts? But they wouldn't do that for the state house and senate districts, or or these other maps that you just referred to. Um, you know, we believe the answer is because there is a uh, much smaller margin of error that is allowed when you draw congressional districts, as far as making sure they have equal population. And uh, there's such a fight going on nationally for control that I'm sure the National Party was putting a lot of pressure on Democrats in Illinois to to wait until they had exact population data so that there would not be, there would be less chance of lawsuits, litigation that could create problems uh, as we head into election season shortly after those maps are drawn and adopted. Um, and, you know, if, if this does sound very arcane to a lot of people. I want to remind everybody that this is really the foundation of our democracy. And, um, you know, if you uh, get sick of not really seeing competitive contests on your ballot at election time, this is where it all starts. If you uh, are not happy with policies that you see uh, being advanced in Illinois, this is where it all starts. And so it really is a matter of uh, where everything begins with how resources are divvied up and dispersed and policies. And so people really do need to pay more attention to it. You definitely uh, read my uh, my mind. Uh, the next question was going to be why people should care about this. So uh, thanks for prompting that. Uh, that gives me the opportunity here briefly just to touch base on something else that uh, did pass the state house. But there's a lot of criticism that it didn't go far enough, uh, and that's ethics reforms. Another issue that changed Illinois uh, has has been uh, out at the forefront of trying to highlight some of the things that need to happen with ethics reform at the state house, uh, and and ultimately we did get a package. 
what's that package missing? And uh, does it go far enough to, to hold people accountable? Uh, well, it's missing um, giving full independence and complete power to the legislative inspector general who uh, investigates claims of corruption and abuse within the legislative branch. Um, there was some nod given to her and a little bit of power uh, given to Carol Pope, who's the current occupant of that office, but um, she still doesn't have subpoena power. She still cannot publish reports of wrongdoing without first getting permission from a panel of lawmakers, which is just simply outrageous. Uh, and so the fact that we went uh, literally a year and a half waiting for this package, uh, a commission was impaneled and never produced a report during the pandemic. Uh, it took a year and a half to get to this point during that time period. Ten lawmakers or associates of lawmakers were indicted on various corruption charges. And we ended up with, uh, you know, a slightly improved legislative inspector general, a um, very weak, feeble six-month ban on lobbying uh, lawmakers becoming lobbyists after they quit their public service jobs uh, and a few other little attempts at improving ethics in the state. So still uh, a lot of work needs to be done uh, when it comes to ethics reforms, and we'll uh, keep a close eye on it all. Uh, Madeline Dubeck, Change Illinois, greatly appreciate you taking the time with us, and I imagine we'll connect on these issues and more in the future, all right? Sounds good. Thanks, Greg. <laughs>